sounds really nice. Okay. So I, I have to admit to you that I'm not really quite sure what to say tonight. As I mentioned, I have a eulogy that I'll share about Leonard Cohen later this evening before Kaddish, but right now I'm, I'm mourning more than the man. I'm grieving for, for my country, for the United States, and I'm vacillating between anger and depression. Denial was a brief period when I woke up Wednesday morning and thought that it was all a dream and realized, no, I was living a nightmare. Bargaining was a blip. What do you trade when you feel like you've lost your country? And so I guess I need to start there. Part of why I don't know what to say tonight is that while this affects all of us, it's different for you as Canadians. And I consider myself so fortunate to be in this country. But it's still yours, not quite mine yet. My friends are all asking to move here and to sleep on my sofa. My parents actually wrote me with 1930s German tropes saying, you may have saved your family by going to Canada when you did. I like to think that they were just being overly dramatic, but at the same time, there is no place I would rather be with my family right now than in this country. And this is maybe the part that is at the core of the anger and the depression that I'm feeling. I feel like I lost my country on Tuesday night. Not that my candidate lost or my party lost. I have voted for winners and losers all of my life, usually the losers. But as has been said so much better by so many more, this was a referendum on decency and compassion. The values that I thought were at the core of the character of the United States. And they were trumped by hatred Tuesday night. Now, many have observed that not everyone who voted for Trump was racist, bigoted, misogynistic, or xenophobic. Some simply could not vote for her. So they just stayed home or they left that part of the ballot blank. But others, still knowing full well his, not theirs, but his deplorable behavior, looked past it because they had been neglected in the far too timid economic recovery. Their medical bills were too high, they had lost jobs and homes, and confidence in their government to protect them, so they overlooked all that he had said and all that he did and voted for a populist who promised to make them great again. They cared only about the ends and not about the means. And this is the part that has truly put me in despair. I pray that it was just campaign rhetoric and he won't be able to do the many horrible things that so many cheered him on to do. But he was still rewarded for saying them. He won, and decency lost. And I'm struggling. I'm struggling with how to explain this to my children. They go low, we go high. I can, I can teach my kids that. I can aspire to that in myself. But meanness and misogyny and racism and bigotry, verbal and physical pugilism, that's how you get to be president of the United States? That's how you become leader of the free world? 
I can't square that. Not with my faith in humanity. Not with my faith in Judaism. Throughout the Torah, God tests the Jewish people. He puts them in the most vexing of situations. Temples are destroyed. False prophets rise amongst them. They are attacked from within and they are attacked from without. And in each instance, the people rise above the challenge and are stronger because of those challenges. Usually, they are stronger together. By now, you know my theology. I don't think that God brought us Donald Trump. I don't think that this is a test, but I do think that this is a test of our character and our humanity. The biblical prophets were always ignored and often derided, and yet they still stood up and spoke truth to power. In the end, sometimes decades later, they were always proven right. The cancerous cells they saw in society metastasized just as they said they would, and the people suffered greatly, but they recovered and eventually healed and were restored. Rafa'enu Adonai, dear God, please heal us. The last stage of grieving is acceptance. And when I move to that stage, and I'm not there yet, but I'm getting there, it will not be to accept this, that this is how America or the world works now. That hatred and hate are to be rewarded. Rather, I will re accept this as a test. Perhaps the greatest test of my generation, one that began on 9-11. A test of our humanity. A test to prove that love does trump hate. That we can be good and prosperous. That Americans can build a great nation without tearing each other down in the process. I am so glad to be in Canada right now. But there is work to be done here too and work to be done in America and around the globe. It has been and continues to be the central calling of my rabbinate. You have heard my sermons, you've attended my classes, you've read my articles. This is my Torah, to love your neighbor as yourself, to have empathy and to seek understanding of others, to grow every day and aspire to be deserving of being created B'Tselem Elohim, of being created in the image of God. Tuesday night made clear that we, what we already really knew, that there is still much work to do. We are not there yet. Maybe we've slipped backwards a bit. So this Shabbos I will rest and I will pray, and come Monday, we must get back to work. Can you hear our psalm? May it be God's will. Amen. We continue now with Chatzik Hadish, page 263. Please rise. 